Okay, so this week we are in our second week of our series tomorrow, and it's called Worry. Um, before we get into this week, we'll just do a quick little recap of last week. Um, so last week we went over Isaiah 6, where Isaiah had his vision of the throne room. And we covered how uh, sovereignty and how God is knowing all and his judgment is supreme. My wife got me this water. Thankful. Um, if you missed the sermon last week, shameless plug, you can go to the website and watch it. <laughs> um, we had a little homework, uh, which was meant to help us to reflect on the teachings of last week, along with the scriptures and everything that was said. Um, it It's helpful if you do the assignments with another person because at the very end there's a portion that says how can we pray for you so it's beneficial to be able to be like hey i'm doing this with someone else um they pray for you you pray for them that's the body of christ which we're all part of so it's good to get together with another person and be like hey let's do this together So this week we're covering worry, and it's a futile attempt at trying to maintain a false sense of control. Um, we can't control everything that occurs in our lives. Um, how many of you have controlled everything? Didn't think so. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. There are always things that are going to come up. Um, and when those things occur, we tend to worry about them. Uh, we can always have a plan in for the future, and there's nothing wrong with that, but we have to make room for God to actually move in our lives in order for him to be able to spread and to help to reduce our worry. Um, when God moves, it's not always going to be easy. It's not going to be like roses, flowers, woo! Like my little dance, woo! <laughs> um, but we can always be free from anxiety and worrying whenever we trust in God's unfailing love for us. And we should always seek Him first. Um, we need to give our worries over to God and allow Him to use us to be a light to those around us. Um, if you notice, a lot of times whenever I pray, I'll always end up saying, help us to be a light to those around us. It's just one of those things that I believe is extremely important, especially being um, a disciple, which essentially that's what we all are. We're called to help to spread the gospel. Um, it can be hard for us to give our worries over to God because we like control. <laughs> um, there are a couple points that I have in this sermon um, to help kind of guide through the process. And the first point is to be real or to be honest. Um, so that's the first way that we can 
start overcoming worry is by being honest with God. Um, God. God. <laughs> Is it warm in here or is it just me? <laughs> just me? <laughs> you know, normally I wear like a breathable shirt, really light and everything. And today I'm like, I'm going to wear this purple shirt. I never wear it. I'll wear it today. But I can't wear this shirt the way it is. I have to have a shirt underneath. And then end up just getting really warm. So God cares about all of us deeply, so much so that he numbered the hairs on our head, which it states in Matthew 10, verses 30 and 31. Um, I didn't put this in my notes, so you can read it as we go through. But if you take a second to think about that, um, the amount of love and care that you actually have to have, sit down, be patient, and number the hairs on someone's head. I mean, it's easy for some versus others because some of us are follically challenged. But he loves us all the same. Um, If you have a hard time visualizing this, I found a photo to help illustrate it. We have monkeys up here. (laughs) Okay? Now, typically when we think of God numbering the hairs on our heads, we think of when we're first a little child. Like a little baby, numbering the heads on the hair, yay. Um, but the aspect that sometimes we forget in visualizing is that <clears throat> we have the little... That's what happens when you get warm. Better? Yeah, Okay. So we, we have the little monkey on the side, which is essentially a child. And then we have the parent taking care of the little monkey. And it's really it's taking fleas and so forth off of the little monkey. But we're going to say it's actually numbering the hairs on its head. Okay, good illustration so far. The monkey on the left is God. We're the monkey in the middle. And we a lot of times we stop... And we think, okay, God numbered the hairs on the little one. But our hair falls out, and it grows back. Well, for the most part. (laughs) So, as our hair grows back, God is still numbering those. He doesn't stop just because some hair fell out. Hey, you have more. I'm going to number those too. So, the, the amount of love that we actually get to see from God doing something so minute and tedious. I mean, it's extravagant. So, God is always going to be there just waiting for you to pay attention to Him and turn to Him. He cares about all of our thoughts our feelings, and the things we feel unsure about, my hair. God wants um, to hear what we're dealing with. Uh, Part of praying is taking time to reconnect with God and letting him know where you are. Asking for help when you need it, 
and allowing him to move within your life and others' lives in order to help you to overcome the hurdles that we're facing. Um, you don't have to feel restrained when you're talking to God. Like You don't have to be like, I need to pray this way. I need to pray this way. Just be real. Be honest. Talk to him. Uh, there, there are times like people wonder, well, why should I pray? I mean, he's omnipresent. He knows everything. That doesn't mean he doesn't want to hear from you still. I mean, whenever a kid is off doing something and the parent sees it, they're not like, oh, I see what they're doing. Not all the time, at least. Sometimes they're like, hey, what you doing? Like, mm-hmm, yep. Uh, second point is to remember God's faithfulness. Uh, we f- should feel the most open when we're praying with God. So we have to remember God's faithfulness to his people and the love that he has caring and shown for them that he's also showing for us. Uh, he wants us to always grow closer to him, and we do that by praying, allowing him to work in our lives. And I repeated that. Awesome. Um, but we also don't set boundaries and limitations around what he can do. I mean, that's kind of like a little kid being like, yeah, I, I can do this on my own. And the parents are like, but I can help you. God's like, I can help you. But you're like, nope, this is the line. Can't go past it. You're like, I dare you, I dare you. And God will move it. And then you can either be grumpy that he moved it, or you can be thankful. Um, we'll have uh, stages of being completely uncertain on what God's doing. And we're not going to know what's around the corner. Uh, I guess that's one of the benefits of him being God, is he gets to know we don't. <laughs> uh, but we can always feel safe knowing that God will be there with us every step of the way. In Isaiah 40, verses 28 through 31, it says, Have you never heard, have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired and young men will fail, fall in exhaustion. You hear that back there? You're going to get tired eventually. <laughs> uh, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So when we feel like we're at our weakest point or don't know where to turn, those are the moments that we need to turn to God and start praying. Um, there are so many different things that we can use as a crutch when we're worried, but those things don't last. There are momentary bandages. Um, when I was writing that line, I was thinking about having someone come up here, and it would probably be embarrassing because I would completely encompass them with bandages as they worry through life. And things end up just getting heavier and messier the more you worry. 
And really all we need to do is take that worry, give it to God, let him move, and reduce our worry. Usa. <laughs> Not everyone's going to get that, I know. Um, so in the next passage we have, Jesus comments on the pointlessness of worry and anxiety to change anything in verses 27 and 34. Um, what's his remedy of those of little faith? whose main symptom is to worry, is to seek God and trust that he truly values us, which we see in verses 26, 30, and 33. And with that, we shall actually go through the verses. So uh, Matthew 6, starting at 25. This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food or, and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns where your Heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to Him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Who here has worried and knows that in the future they're going to live longer? Who here has worried and know that they're going to live less? And why worry about your clothing? Um, maybe I should have worried about my outfit a little bit this morning since it's a little warm. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's not one of those things that's really extremely important or detrimental. I mean, I hope you guys are still getting the message with a little bit of chuckle in. Uh, look at the li lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying, What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? I shall drink water. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs. All your needs. Every single one of them. He knows them. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and He will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. And then we have release. Jesus compares our worth to that of birds and lilies. He comforts us in saying that he takes care of all the little things that we don't think about, all the big things that we think about. So he, he cares and values our lives extremely like to the point that we really can't comprehend it. Um, parents might be the closest that we have to understanding how God feels. Um, I don't know. Um, but whenever you're a person that's put in a position of taking care of someone else, 
Um, you do the best that you can to oversee them to make sure they have what they need and so forth, whether you're a parent, a teacher, a care, caregiver, or even a server at a restaurant. Um, you're always trying to ensure that the other person is taken care of, has what they need. Um, that's exactly what God's trying to do for us, but he can't help us with the issues and the worries that we have if we're holding on to them and saying, okay, well, you're not allowed to go past this point. So we have to allow him to take the load off of us. One of the greatest modern-day evangelists, Billy Graham. Thank you, Terry, for bringing him up this morning. Um, he died this week, I think Monday or Tuesday, somewhere around there. Um, but he had an awesome quote for today, which is, take one day at a time. Today, after all, is the tomorrow you worried about yesterday. So there are so many things for us to worry about on a daily basis. Think about how chaotic it would look uh, when we were worried about the past, the present, and the future. And then you're not even letting any of it go. You're just collecting it. It kind of reminds me whenever Pastor was trying to do the potato example with me and I just kept putting the potatoes down because I'm like, yeah, I'm with God. I don't need these potatoes. <laughs> and Pastor's like, no, you got to hold on to them. It helps with the illustration. And it's like, oh, well, I got God. I'm putting these potatoes down. All my worries are going down, just like the potatoes. Um, so there, there are some of us actually hold on to the to all those different worries that we have uh, from the past, the future, the present. Um, we think, well, maybe I should have done this. I should do this. I should do this a lot. <laughs> uh, but what it, this happens after I do that. We can't change what's already occurred. We can ask forgiveness from another person if we've offended that person. Um, we can always ask for forgiveness from God and move forward. Uh, we take the moments that God gives us and are thankful to have the time that we have to spread his message and his love. As far as tomorrow goes, we don't know. I mean, you have like this like network or whatever where they try and tell you, hey, this is what's going to happen tomorrow. No, they don't. They don't know. Only one person knows. God. So, the future is un unknown to us. We can plan about it or plan for it. But don't worry. Let God do the worrying for you. And our next point is obviously to rely on God. Uh, once we release the worry, we rely on God. You know, there's a lot of W's and R's in that sentence, and I'm like... <laughs> um, 
we allow God to give to us how he sees fit. I mean, he's the all-knowing. He knows what's best for us, but we have to allow him to actually give to us. Um, Some people don't like receiving a lot. Um, For our first Christmas or so, or so, or so, or so, um, Tracy and I, we don't give presents to each other for Christmas. Um, just one of those things. Um, I don't always like receiving things. And I feel like throughout the year, we give and receive to each other quite a bit. So I'm like, I, I want to focus on Christmas. For Valentine's Day, I go and get the after sale chocolates for her. So I do get her something, kind of. <laughs> But it, some, sometimes we just feel uncomfortable with receiving, and sometimes we feel uncomfortable with giving. Some people don't like to give. But we, we have to allow God to go ahead and move and be like, you're going to get this whether you like it or not. So you can take it and be like, rrr, 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 rrr. the whole way, you can be like, thank you. I'm so humbled. Um, so, in Luke 12, Jesus was teaching to thousands of people, which, that would be even more nerve-wracking. It's like being in, like, Pittsburgh Stadium. And be like, hey, I'm going to talk to all of you today. Um, But he takes a moment to address some of the concerns of the disciples. Um, Then turning to his disciples, Jesus said, That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food to eat, or enough clothes to wear, or life is more than food, and your body more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't plant, harvest, or store food in barns, for God feeds them, and you are far more valuable to him than any birds. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And if worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying over a big thing? Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? The disciples had worries and concerns that Jesus knew about, but he also knows that God is going to take care of them. And I mean, whenever you're rubbing shoulders with God in the flesh, and you still have worries, that can be a little scary, right? But we need to understand that God is looking in the long term. And even though I might have water right now, tomorrow, I might not. I don't know. But I can't worry about that. 
I can only trust and have faith that God loves me. I'm going to be with him one day. And then I'm just going to keep moving forward to where he moves me to. Until he says, check me! <laughs> um, hmm. So in closing, there's a song that I want to play by Matt Mayer called Because He Lives. Amen! <laughs> this song declares a hopeful confidence in light of the future. The chorus says, Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, every fear is gone. I know he holds my life. My future is in his hand. And it's a beautiful song. Um, but while the music video is playing, um, I would like you to do one thing. And... It's probably one of the hardest things to do is let go of something. So we all have different things that we worry about. My only request today is that we take one step further towards God and allowing him to lead and placing one of the worries that we have to and just giving it to God. So we have this nice little box up here. That's pretty good. I like the smell of wood. Um, Ryan um, Mackenzie, your friend? Can I borrow him? Awesome. Come. This week's assignment, everyone gets one. You get the pencils and the blank note card. Does that make you nervous? You're like, oh. <laughs> you, you see the worry that he already has? He's like, I'm carrying everyone's load. <laughs> okay, uh, go around. Please make sure that everyone has one. Um, as you go out today, I'm not going to ask everyone to come up and put you're worrying the box. But I do want you to have the opportunity to take, write one thing down that you want to hand over to God. Hold it up. I'll put this box in the back. Pray for a little bit. And then go. But make sure you take the time to let your worry let God take it from you. Don't hold on to it. Don't write something down and then be like, I'm going to fold it up, put it in here, and then leave and be like, I'm still going to worry about this. Write it down. Fold it up. Once it's in the box, it's God's. Let it go. And... Now we shall close in prayer, and as you go out, put your worries in the box, and I will burn them later. <laughs> uh, let's bow our heads. Uh, Father, thank you for always taking care of us, and 
knowing what we need. Um, help us to get rid of the, our worries and to allow you to carry our load and to be thankful for everything that you've given to us and everything you've blessed us with and help us to be a light to those around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.